and Cam. Yes, Alex. You know, obviously we got a a ton to talk about this week. It's oh, it's yes. just been a crazy week in baseball. So we're we're having to skip the this week in baseball segment this week. But right. I I I figured it wouldn't really be an episode if if we didn't have something in there. So wanted to tell you about this one time. It was it was March twentieth, nineteen forty two. Fans got upset at the second game of a doubleheader because they weren't able to buy soda from the concession stands. Turns out the team had lost the opener. And I bet you and Donna who were so upset that day at that game. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is. The Atlanta Braves are world champions. Welcome to the Chatting Average Podcast, presented by Sports Drink. Here are your hosts, Cam Matthews and Alex Butler. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Welcome to your friendly neighborhood Atlanta Braves podcast. Welcome to Chatting Average. I am your host, Alex, joined as always. By Mr. Cam Matthews. How you doing today, Cam? What? Shaking bacon. Oh, my God. Everything's shaking. It's like everyone took every team in Major League Baseball, turned them upside down, and shook out what was in their pockets. Oh, buddy. So we got a lot to talk about. But first, we got to talk to you about some of the people that bring this great show to you. First of all, we've got Athletic Greens. Look, tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. No need for chemicals or artificial anything. No need to spend a ton of money. It only costs three bucks a day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional and insurance. We are also brought to you today by ColorCast. Guys, you should know by now, if it's Wednesday night and it's 8.30 p.m., you can find either Cam or I or sometimes both live on ColorCast. It is a live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. Talk to me, Cam, other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. All you got to do is download the ColorCast app for free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join our group, Follow me at Riley's Rakes to be notified of when my room goes live. Uh, again, that is Wednesday nights at 8.30. Come at us with your spiciest takes. We had a we had a fun episode of ColorCast this, this past week, Cam. Oh, yeah. We had a, had a good crowd on hand. Fun yeah. times. Uh, and which, which was to be expected. You know, when we left you guys last week, we didn't really, we didn't know anything yet. No, you know we we had thought that that last week we were going to be coming to you with a bunch of news because the lockout had lifted and free agency was open, but nobody was making any moves at that point. Well, <laughs> um, they, wouldn't you know it? That has certainly changed, um, and, and there is 
oh boy, there is just a whole lot to go through. So we'll uh, we'll we'll go through this day by day to uh, to break down what happened here. So uh, so let's start with March thirteenth. Well, hey, hey, but before we do that, okay, I do. Uh, okay, so I made a point last week. I, I made a note about. Man, I can't wait to see what my screen time report is going to say <laughs> next Sunday when I get it. <laughs> because, you know, we all figured it was going to be a crazy week. So I got that screen time report this morning as we record this on Sunday night. Uh, my screen time was up 36% last week. That that seems fairly conservative. I actually would have guessed a higher number. Six hours and 39 minutes a day. Because we were all just just glued to whatever devices we had in front of us, waiting to see what the next bombshell from Major League Baseball was going to be. Right, right. Like it's it's like we got through the weekend, let everybody kind of report and assess where they were, and then it started really on Monday. Although there although, were a couple, there were a couple of notable ones that that occurred after we recorded last yeah. week that uh that that got pretty interesting so um we recorded i believe on march 13th Correct. uh and shortly after we recorded uh the new york yankees made what to date has still been their biggest move of the uh of the offseason acquiring braves legend third baseman josh donaldson catcher ben rortvet and shortstop isaiah kiner falefa from minnesota they sent Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to the Twins in the deal. And uh yeah, like they 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 missed out on a couple other big targets, but let's not overlook the fact that the New York Yankees now have Josh Donaldson playing third base. Yeah, it so it was kind of funny looking at the reaction from Yankees fans. Um they weren't happy because they, if you recall they were not last happy. Season, if you recall last season uh, star ace pitcher for the Yankees, Garrett Cole, had a little bit of a beef going with Josh Donaldson. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, just a tad. So, not not only that though, but you gave up a couple of young core kind of guys. Like I, I understand that maybe they had not played up to their potential of what they were expected to. But I, Josh, I don't. Josh I don't, Donaldson also isn't getting any younger. He's not, but he's really going to like that short porch out there. That's fair. That is, that is fair. Although, uh, do you sign a guy to come play in a city where you have to walk a lot knowing his, how his calves are? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that, Brutal. So, Brutal. That, was, that, was, that was not nice. My, okay. my thing is, I, I don't, like, I have a hard time telling if the, you know, 25 or so Yankees fans that I follow online are giving me a good idea of what Yankees fans as a whole think. But I, I didn't see anyone that was really that upset that Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela were, were leaving town. It was more them being upset that, that Donaldson was coming in. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I could agree with which, that. Which, which in their defense, they, they got over. Uh, in a matter of days, and once they saw Josh Donaldson hit a bomb in spring training for them, uh, all sins were Ooh, forgiven. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, trust us, you're gonna like that a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's the best. Um, <laughs> and shortly thereafter, still one of the most confusing deals that I've seen so far. 
Designated hitter Nelson Cruz signs a one-year 50. Scott for Scott's here. You ever want to grow new grass faster? Kind of like when you press the two times playback button on your podcast so you can speed through episodes. Except it's Scott's turf build a rapid grass. You're speeding your way from a thin and damaged lawn to a thicker, stronger one in just weeks. Bit too fast, maybe slow it down. Okay. Let's just go back to normal speed. Get a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Rapid Grass today. It grows grass two times faster than seed alone when applied at the new lawn rate subject to proper care. Feed your lawn. Feed it. $15 million deal with the Washington Nationals. Why? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh I mean, I get they needed a DH, but when you're getting up that that high in your in age, like why do you want to go to a team with no prospects of winning in the next 4 to 5 years? Right. And, and and two, like I saw a couple of reports where their GM Mike Rizzo kind of came out and stated that oh well you know this is just the first uh, of a few moves and you know we're we're really going to make a push at this and then here we here we sit a week later and not a whole lot else has happened for the Nationals not really no and uh staying in the division the action opened up on uh, on Monday morning with the Philadelphia Phillies signing left-handed reliever Brad Hand to a one-year 6 million dollar deal so uh i i think we all know full well that the Phillies bullpen needed help, and they 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 got a little bit, not uh, not a lot, but they got a little bit. Yeah, we'll 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 get into the Phillies in just a little bit. <laughs> I I have some some thoughts. Yes, we will. And then the the first the first name that I was really kind of disappointed to see off the board went uh, outfielder Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, signed a contract with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, really thought that might be a nice outfield depth piece at the time that that move was made. The Braves hadn't made a move for any outfielders yet. Uh, and as you will see, that has since changed. But, you know, I would have liked to have seen catch in a Braves jersey. That would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it last week, how fun that could have been. But, hey, go, go, uh, go have some fun, dude. Yep, getting back to the NL East, the New York Mets bolstered their bullpen, adding Adam Ottavino on a one-year $4 million deal. Seems like a pretty low number for him. Yeah, I could I could agree with that. And, you know, I, I know that I joked last week about Mets being the, the paper champions of, of March, but... I, they, three years running, Bubba. Three years, baby. Um, th- you know, this team is not going to be any, any slouch. That, that's for sure. Well, shortly thereafter came the bombshell. All right. So Monday we hadn't we, we hadn't heard any updates on Freddie Freeman uh, from from either side. Um, of course, you never hear any updates from the Braves, but that's neither here nor there. But we open up our phones and we read. The Atlanta Braves and the Oakland Athletics are in agreement on a trade that will send star first baseman Matt Olson to the Braves for outfielder Christian Pache, catcher Shea Langoliers, starting pitcher Ryan Cusick, and starting pitcher Joey Estes. Woo! Oh man, it would it, it life uh life comes at you fast, don't it? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I mean, at so the time, so where where were you? Were you at work when this I, occurred? I was at work. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, where I, I was. Where I, I was sitting in the for chair. Most important news. I was sitting in the chair at the eye doctor when this news broke. <laughs> Did the eye doctor tell you? No, no. Um, I was the 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 nurse had already left or or whatever, and so I was waiting for the actual eye doctor to come in, and so I was just scrolling Twitter like you do, and uh, yeah. She probably saw how dilated my pupils were when she came into the room. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, there was, man, there were, there were levels to my reaction to this. The, the first, the, the, the first thing that popped into my head was, oh my God, we just made this monster trade and got this, this star in return. And this isn't usually the kind of move the Braves do. And, and there was that initial excitement and then it creeps into the back of your mind Oh yeah, Matt Olson's a first baseman. Yeah. Freddie Freeman's still a free agent. Oh God. Oh God, this means Freddie's gone. Right. And there were some people kind of hopelessly grasping at straws, thinking, trying to trying to talk themselves into a scenario where Freddie might still come back. And then the very next morning, that was pretty much put to bed when the Braves signed Matt Olson to an eight-year, $168 million deal, locking him up through the 2029 season. Whew. So, wow. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, first off, um, and I... I guess now now's the time to talk about that entire situation, right? Um, let, let's save that for uh, for for the back half of that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so because this is kind of how it all unfolded in real time. At this point, what we know is that Matt Olson is a brave. We sent some really good prospects to the Athletics, and Freddie Freeman is just still out there, kind of dangling. So. With that in mind, we move on. Last deal of March 14th was the Mariners finalizing a trade to acquire outfielder Jesse Winker and third baseman Eugenio Suarez in exchange for Justin Dunn, Jake Fraley, and Brandon Williamson. Seattle Mariners are making some moves, man. That that team all of a sudden looks really good. I like it. I like it a lot. That's yeah. That's a team that could that could pop out of the uh, the AL West and surprise some people this year. So, I, I don't know. There, there's there's always just been such like a cool vibe around the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Plus, uh, I want to see them make uh, make the postseason this year, and Philadelphia not. So then Philly has the longest playoff drought. Oh yes, that would be lovely. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Phillies, they made the first signing of March 15th, again adding to their bullpen by signing former Met Uris Familia. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed and laughed and laughed, and I'm still laughing about it. Because Familia was having some some pretty severe control issues last season. Uh, control issues, which I think we can fairly expect to continue uh, with Philly, uh, especially given the the moves that were made in the NL East as a whole in terms of batters. Yeah. <laughs> so Philly adds two suspect relievers. What do you expect? 
Uh, the Pirates uh, added free agents Heath Hembry and Daniel Vogelbach, another guy who we I think we talked about last week. We would we would have liked to have seen in a Braves uniform. That would have been fun. Oh, there are going to be some cannonballs coming in PNC Park this year. Oh yeah, and, and it was. It was it was funny. You could kind of see the train start rolling for NL teams picking up DH uh, DH hitters. Yeah. Um, so uh, so at this point, we we know that the Braves have Matt Olson. So Freddie Freeman's still out there. Lots of teams who have been rumored to need his services. One of those teams being the New York Yankees. Well, the New York Yankees effectively shut that door with the last deal of the day on March 15th, signing their first baseman, Anthony Rizzo, to a uh, to a multi-year contract. So Braves are out. Yankees are out. Freddie is still out there. Yeah. So at this point, this kind of feels where the discussion began about Freddie losing leverage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you really expected the a team like the Yankees to be, to be in it on Freddie until you know the very last second. But uh, you know, there was there was a level of impatience, I think, to most of these front offices. Um, the situation that we were in following the lockout, you know, people were reporting right away. You you couldn't. You couldn't wait to make these signings, no matter how good the player is. And you've got, you know, to that point of when you report, you got about three weeks before opening day. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the options at this point are are thinning for Freddie Freeman, which is which is not really something that uh, that you want as a free agent. So uh, getting into March 16th. Diamondbacks uh, re-signed veteran right-handed pitcher Ian Kennedy. Uh, so he'll be down there in the bullpen with Mark Melanson. Uh, could be a decent bullpen. Still don't expect much out of the Diamondbacks this season. And then we had another bomb drop for the Braves. The Braves announced a two-year deal with postseason hero Eddie Rosario, paying him $18 million over the next two seasons. So, so we have got our NLCS MVP back and locked up for multiple years. Had to plus feel a, good about that one. Plus an option for the third year. Amen. Uh, yeah, this this move ruled because after you got Olsen, you know, you kind of start looking up and down the lineup and you realize, okay, we only have really one left-handed bat in the lineup, not counting Ozzy as a switch hitter. Um so, you know, then the conversation pivoted towards, all right, we need a left-handed, preferably outfielder, um, which makes the most sense. And Eddie Rosario, come on down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, any any Braves fan should have been thrilled to see that move go down. Yeah, so absolutely. For, I, I know I was, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for, for, for March 16th's episode – of what in the hell are the Cincinnati Reds doing? Oh, God. <laughs> we saw the Reds acquire starting pitcher Mike Miner in exchange for relief pitcher Amir Garrett, which is a move I, I've thought about a lot, and and I got nothing. 
it it just it just doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't feel like it makes a whole lot of sense for either. It doesn't. Club. You know, and and I think there's a there's a trade coming up later on where it, again doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, who 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 gains what there? I right. I, don't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, the Royals make another move shortly thereafter, bringing back former Cy Young winner Zach Grinky on a one year deal. So Grinky returns to Kansas City where he started his career. For some reason, I don't know what they're thinking they're going to do out there in Kansas City, but uh, I don't know. Grinky wanted to be a part of it. But to be fair, there's like two reporters in Kansas City, so um, he doesn't have to speak to the media too much. (laughs) That is fair. That is fair. All right. So the, the first big international splash of this free agency period came from the Chicago Cubs signing Japanese outfielder Seiya Suzuki to a five-year, $85 million contract. That's a guy that had been rumored to come to the Braves, and uh, I, I think most of us were were pretty surprised to see the Cubs be the team that, that ended up getting him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's a weird move. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it, especially coming from Japan. Um, I I, he, I don't know how closely he followed Major League Baseball in terms of standings, uh, but the Cubs are one of those prominent, well-known internationally teams. Um, and and I think America kind of fell in love with the guy at his inter- introductory press conference as they asked him why he chose the number twenty-seven, and he he shushed his interpreter and said in English. Mike Trout, I love you. <laughs> that ruled so much. It was that, so great. Tremendous. Just, just the most pure, wholesome baseball moment. Tremendous content. <laughs> in, uh, in, in other Phillies news, Kyle Schwarber goes to Philadelphia to presumably be their DH. I can't imagine they would want him in the field. But... Uh, the Phillies are uh, are really well stocked with hitters and uh, really poorly stocked with fielders. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I have some thoughts. We'll, we'll, we'll get to in a minute. There's there's one more we have to talk about. Someone someone in the Phillies front office apparently thinks that every position has to be a DH because uh, if you look at their lineup, it's kind of like what they're building. All right. So uh, yeah. We talked about there were still a few teams in the running for for Freddie Freeman. Uh, and one of those teams was the Toronto Blue Jays, and they made a huge move on March 16th. But it wasn't for Freddie Freeman. The Blue Jays also made a trade with the Oakland Athletics, acquiring third baseman Matt Chapman for minor league prospects. Man, that Blue Jays team is going to be fun to watch, and I am thrilled we don't have to play him this year. Oh yeah, thank goodness because they would absolutely kick our heads in. <laughs> that's, that's um, I, 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 I really wouldn't be shocked if this is their year in terms of taking the AL East. They, yeah, yeah, there's. I, I mean, they they look better than they were last year. The Yankees don't look as good as they did last year. Um, I mean, the red. It's it, it in my mind. It's going to be Blue Jays and Red Sox in that division. I, I could agree with that, and, and I think I think the Rays will still be a very good team this year, um, but they they really haven't added anything. 
I don't. Yeah, I mean, there were uh, there were lots of rumors about them trying to add things here and there, but but right. nothing really ever materialized. I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's a that's a peculiar situation down there. Um, and in we've talked about some weird, confusing deals here and there. Um, this this one this one kind of takes the cake, guys. Third baseman Chris Bryant. Oh boy. Agrees to a seven-year, $182 million contract with the Colorado Rockies. Uh, So what? You paid St. Louis $51 million to take Nolan Arenado off your hands. The best defensive third baseman of our generation only to turn around and give all this money to Chris Bryant? What? We so okay, I think okay. Cam brought it up last week how how any major league baseball team could be run by any competent businessman. Yeah. Um we'd like to see that experimented with the Rockies. They they have to be the the worst front office in all of baseball, right? It's it's oh boy, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is fascinating. It is some fascinating stuff. I I don't know. I I really don't understand this move. Like, yeah, and, and very Chris interesting that great... the very interesting that the owner of the Rockies, if I'm not mistaken, was was kind of the the head of the ownership group in the CBA negotiations. Right. So you you've got you've you've got a team that like on all for all intents and purposes appear to be rebuilding. But then you hand out this ginormous contract to a guy that, yeah, any team would be happy to have them on their squad, but it doesn't make sense here and now for you to sign him. I, 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 I can't even twist it into something that might make sense. It's, it's just wild. So March 17th comes and it starts with a few small deals here and there. The Texas Rangers picked up infielder Brad Miller. The Tigers picked up reliever Andrew Chafin. The Cubs signed Jonathan VR and Michael Givens. Uh, and, and then late on the evening of March 17th, it happened. Freddie Freeman has signed a six-year $162 million deal to play professional baseball for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I That's a sentence I didn't ever want to say. But it's, it's not a real surprise, though, is it? It, it's not. I mean, once once the Braves were out, once the Yankees were out, once presumably the Blue Jays were out, I, I couldn't picture him going anywhere but but the Dodgers. Right. It's like I right. think I think a lot of us assumed that that you know the Angels would be in on it. Never heard anything about that. 
uh, there was there was some hope that, hey, the Mariners are making some moves. Maybe they'll be in on it. Never heard a word about that. Think come to find all- out, come to find out Tampa gave a good run at it. Which which again, weird. That would have been an even more extreme version of the Bryant to to Colorado signing. Right. Um but but yeah, I mean it's it it's it's weird to say. Freddie Freeman has signed with one of our most hated rivals, guys. Um and and Cam, you were uh you were asking when to start talking about it. Okay. It's time. So all right. So this entire situation, I mean, you are our intelligent listeners. Not that I need to blow any steam up your ear. To this point, I think you guys know the full story. So I don't think it's necessary that Alex and I dive into all the specifics of how it got to this point and yada, yada, yada. So I think, you know, now's the time for us to just kind of share our thoughts on it. So I would, I will say that it's funny how when you get it in your mind how something's going to play out and then it plays out completely different, how sometimes that can actually be a great thing. So for the past year, knowing that it was a real possibility that Freddie could sign elsewhere, I always kind of played it in my mind that getting that that alert, you know, that, hey, Freddie Freeman's going to put on a different uniform, I always put it in my mind like, man, that's going to that's gonna suck to find out. It really does. On Monday, Alex Anthopoulos did the absolute best thing he could do from a PR standpoint in, in trading for Matt Olson before Freddie signed anywhere. Getting out ahead of the curve. Like, I don't think it could be understated that for a GM knowing that the fan base could quickly turn on an organization because of a situation like this, getting out ahead, not only in a business sense, knowing that the price for, you know, the the price is going to quickly go up for Olsen, but from a PR standpoint of, Hey, look at this really great player that we just traded for. Now look at this really great player that we just traded for. And we just gave him a huge extension. He's here basically through the end point of his career. And a few other things about that. Yes. Um, one, you're you're getting Matt Olson locked up long term as your first baseman for significantly less money than it would have taken you to lock up Freddie Freeman as your long term first baseman. Correct. So, so that's one thing to consider. Two, if you're Alex Anthopoulos, like yes, as fans, we all we all love Freddie Freeman. We we would have liked there to be a situation where Alex could have given Freddie Freeman all the time he wanted to make his choice. The problem is, if you give Freddie Freeman all the time he wants to make his choice. What if he doesn't choose you? What's Correct. left? Right. Who's playing first base? Because there were zero internal options for, for who could play first base. Uh, I, I know if if it really came down to it, we could have shifted Austin Riley over, but all of a sudden 
we do that, we're reinventing the wheel and and we're running the team in a different way. So right. so that wasn't really a, a desirable option. So I, I mean the the stories of of how it all went down ended up coming out over the course of this week, and and you know I think it seems as though. Freddie Freeman has an understanding of the situation based on what he was told by his representation. And I think we got a much clearer idea of what happened in the article written by Buster Olney, where he he talked about how Excel Sports Management, who represents Freddie Freeman, gave Alex Anthopoulos an ultimatum and said, you can sign him to this five-year deal. You can sign him to this six-year deal. These are your only two options. You have one hour to pick a deal. So so Wait. Excel Sports Management, who represents Freddie Freeman, felt like the best play for their client was to back Alex Anthopoulos into a corner. And... Well, we found out this week what happens when you back Alex Anthopoulos into a corner. And and, and I tell you, when in, in the business world and in everyday life, if anyone ever presents you with an ultimatum, you need to be well aware that in not choosing an option that has been given to you by somebody, they are ready to go with option B that may not involve you. And so so if I'm Alex Anthopoulos and I'm told that I'm given one hour to decide which of deal one or deal two I'm going to accept for my first baseman, that puts it in my mind almost immediately that Freddie has deal three sitting on the table from somebody else and they're going to pull the trigger immediately. If that happens, then again, your price for Matt Olson skyrockets. It goes higher than what we paid for him. And and we paid a lot for him. But we did. We did. But, I, I I tell you, I am I am going to miss Christian Pache. And I, I do hate that we're gonna miss out on Shay Langoliers because it felt like we were really getting set up for catcher of the you know catcher rotation of the future we can we can solve that problem just look at when when Tyler Flowers and Kurt Suzuki were no longer part of the Braves we immediately pivoted to Travis Darno and that has worked out swimmingly I mean that, we, that, we that, used, that can be solved we used seven catchers last year and won a World Series I'm not concerned about having a franchise catcher right away uh, the the moves right. that were made this week, it's it feels as though they were made with the understanding that the window for for another championship is now, right? Um, so which which it hasn't felt like, and and fans have been wanting for for a couple of years because we've seen flashes out of this team in 2018, 2019, 2020, um, but you know to his infinite credit. Alex Anthopoulos wasn't ready to do that quite yet, but when this team busted out last last year, obviously the switch flipped, and and Anthopoulos said it's 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 time we're we're going for it, and we basically got to go for it until this car runs out of gas. Right. So 
you know, if you want a player of, of Matt Olson's caliber, that is the trade you have to make. That that is the Absolutely. caliber of that is the caliber of, of trade it takes to get a player like Matt Olson. And for years, and, and also this is purely speculation, but I I would assume that that move was made with some sort of uh, assurances that Matt Olson was going to sign that extension. I, I would say so, and that that's been the heavy rumor all week that you know that that trade was made with the you know, kind of side speech of, hey, you know, if this trade's accepted and you come over here, we're very interested in locking you up long term. And I think I think the speed of when of how quickly that got done, I, I absolutely believe that. That those talks were already happening. Um it, but it, it's so funny that that for years and, and we've got we've got another move or two to, to talk about, especially for Atlanta, but it's so funny that for years People have pined for Anthopolis to use this prospect capital that we have sitting in the minor league system to make a move like this. Um, You know, despite all the success we've had, the the talk has still been we have such a log jam in, in the minor leagues that why are we just sitting on these guys? Prospects don't always pan out. Why are we banking the future on on just prospects? And then, like you said, with the success that we had last year, suddenly that switch flips. I, I made the comment to to you earlier this week that, yeah, we won the World Series, but now suddenly after this week, it feels like this front office and Anthopolis are truly ready to play big boys baseball. That, you know, for everybody that wanted to call the Braves title run last year, you know, a fluke or, you know, you know, lightning in a bottle or, you know, right place, right time, so to speak, you know, whatever. And sure, there is some of that. With that success, suddenly this and this front office's entire mantra has suddenly flipped to this window's wide open. We are going to make every single thing out of this that we can. And so making the trade for a Matt Olson and locking him up long term as a younger player for a on a great contract, bringing back Eddie Rosario uh, because he is needed, putting him immediately on a two year deal. And then on Friday night, just when you thought the Braves bullpen couldn't get any better. We signed Kenley Jansen. And and let this is again. Uh, speculation, because I thoroughly enjoy speculation. On the day that the Los Angeles Dodgers un- er, announce and, and present Freddie Freeman as a Los Angeles Dodger, what do the Braves do? They go out and sign the all-time, uh, I guess not winningest, Savingist, all-time all, all saves leader. Yeah, the all the all-time savingist closer in Dodgers history. By God, by God, <laughs> Kenley Jansen. <laughs> Which, I mean, I it probably isn't, but because it's more fun, I'm going to choose to believe that this was done just to take a stab at the Dodgers and their fans. 
so but again though this goes back to that big boy baseball ideology that like i'm i'm really really stuck on right now um you know when i i don't know if you have it in front of you but like i know that braves payroll is ridiculous right now yeah i know we're, we're we're finally sitting in a top 10 payroll for the first time in my lifetime and uh in the first time in in three or four of cam's lifetimes uh the atlanta the atlanta braves have a payroll over 200 million dollars when when did you think you'd ever see that so again i it's so weird like for years we have watched other teams kind of do what we're doing right now where it's why does that team need that person why did they just sign them aren't they you know aren't they talent rich enough that's kind of what the Kenley Jansen signing felt like where did we need Kenley Kenley Jansen no not necessarily but guess what we're going to be that much we got him anyway The, the the Atlanta Braves bullpen currently has 533 career saves it's 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 unreal that's insane it's absolutely unreal and getting the confirmation this week not only before the numbers came out but you know from Anthopolis himself that yeah payroll's going up that's that's what we've wanted to hear for so long because it took so much it took a lot of creativity to make the moves that we did last last year at the trade deadline. It really did. Um, and even then, as as pretty as the moves were made, moves that were made at the time were, I don't think anybody was screaming World Series bound after those moves were made. But then suddenly you come to into this year where it's like the Braves are making obvious moves to be that much better of a team this year. I you can't help but be excited. You really can't. I, I don't I couldn't tell you the last time I was more excited to watch a Braves team um than coming into this season. It's like year after year my excitement gets a little bit higher just thinking about what this team could accomplish. Absolutely. And and you know are are there still positions of of need? Are there still areas where the Braves could improve? Sure. Sure, but you could point that those out for just about any team in Major League Baseball at this point. Uh, I, I mean, even the Dodgers have have some questions about their their rotation and bullpen. You know, it's hard to lose a, a Kenley Jansen and uh, and a Joe Kelly and and maintain the the bullpen you had the year before. So, e- even a team with with an astronomical payroll like the Dodgers ha- has needs to fill. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and absolutely. W- and one of those needs for the Braves, uh, w- we were hoping we could get another bat in the lineup. Um, now we didn't. Did we need an outfielder? No. But some outfielders looked like the best options at that point. Uh, until late on the 18th, the Philadelphia Phillies signed free agent outfielder Nick Castellanos to a five-year, hundred million dollar deal continuing in their grand tradition of signing people who can hit but not field oh boy so okay here we go all right 
All right. <laughs> I'm losing it. And he's off. The Philadelphia Phillies are going to score a ton of runs this year, but they are also going to give up a ton of runs this year. I would venture to say they give up a ton more than they score. Um, it's, it is fascinating to me for a team that rides on the back of having a huge payroll and wants to be this, the city of headlining stars in the majors that they have an incredibly glaring issue and have had it for seasons now and refuse to acknowledge it. it it's, it's truly remarkable. They blew almost, they blew right at 50% of their saves last season. <laughs> 50%. 50%. And and what do you do in response? You go sign Brad Hand and Yuris Familia. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's such a snake bit situation for them that how in God's name could they actually sign an elite reliever? It, what what is your selling point at that point? If you're the if you if you're the Phillies, you know. I mean, it's it. That's the that's the thing though. That's what makes it so confusing about the Phillies is because it's an easy selling point. It's a super easy selling point. Like, hey, man, look, we've got the rest of the team in place. Like, we've got good enough starters. We've got a, a, a world beating lineup. We just need some help in the bullpen, and that's all you got to do. You're gonna get somebody to want to go there. I don't I, I I don't know why like is it is it there the 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 people who do the assessments of players to figure out who they need to be signing like what where is the breakdown in the Phillies organization <laughs> right right and, and don't get me wrong like there will inevitably be a game this year where they drop kick us you know by a final score of 10 to 3 or something like that yeah oh like that 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 for sure that happens over the course of an entire season. But week in, week out, how many times are we going to get to come on this show and say, the Phillies blew another save last night? Oh, yeah. we're And we're going to enjoy every second of delivering that to you. I mean, they, they are, they're seriously reminding me of kind of of the Angels at this point. You have, you have all of this offensive firepower. You have one of the, you know, I, one of the best players in the league out in your outfield, right? And you've got him locked up long term. You have an incredibly, you know, athletic offensive team, but you have this glaring issue that you just choose to ignore for some reason. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I really don't. Um, I, if I had to guess, they'll finish in third place in the division this year. I. I could even see them finishing fourth, honestly. I, I could I could see them just absolutely collapsing and the Marlins making a little run at some point during the season. That could happen. That could happen. And uh, I'm sure that'll be, be quite a headache for them. So, you know, sometimes, Alex, when you take, when you have a headache, you have to take some, some medicine, some ibuprofen. Other folks try to avoid headaches altogether by taking a multivitamin. Tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, 
you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. Rise and shine, folks! Woo! This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets, and it contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs. Get on out of here, GMOs. And no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. That's a steal. It is now time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. Thank goodness we're almost out of that. But allergy season, of course, is just around the corner. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply. One year. One calendar year, by golly, of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Hey, folks, the ballparks are open. Go out and do some traveling, but be sure to take your Athletic Greens with you. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Chatting Average is also brought to you by, guess who? ColorCast! Woo! ColorCast is, of course, one of the most fun apps that Alex and I get to play around with each and every single Wednesday night at 8.30 Eastern Time. Hop on, join us, talk about Braves, baseball, whatever you want to talk about. Heck, a couple of weeks ago, top friend of the show, Tyler, and I talked about Batman for about 15 minutes. It was great. In case you didn't already know, ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. Free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Trust me, that's all we were doing this past Wednesday night with the crew on ColorCast talking about all the news that had come about that week. So again, all you need to do is download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link to your Twitter account, and join us each and every single Wednesday night. Uh, Be sure to check out Alex on Twitter at Riley's Rakes. He'll be going live this Wednesday night at 8.30 on ColorCast. I may hop in as well. Uh, It's just always a great time. Come at us with your spiciest takes. ColorCast. All right, so getting into March 19th, still had some moves to be made around Major League Baseball. Still waiting to hear the fate of of our World Series MVP outfielder, Jorge Soler. Uh, And got a little surprise on the morning of March 19th. The Miami Marlins signed Soler to a three-year... $36 $36 million contract. Um, I, I mean, good on. I don't know. It, yeah, it, 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 it's hard to be upset about that signing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy Jorge got his money. He, yeah. He's getting 36 million bucks over three years. I honestly don't think anyone else in baseball was going to come anywhere near that kind of money for Jorge Soler. So, you know, best of luck to you. Thank you for for the World Series MVP and probably the greatest home run of my entire life. Um, go, right. go, go get your bag. And, and so the thing about Solaire, too, is that would I have been happy it, it, had we brought him back? Yes, absolutely. 
Uh, but I think the thing to keep in mind about him as well is that when we brought him in last year, he was one of the biggest underperforming people in all of baseball. Like he was not having a great season. And so I think he's definitely a, a candidate to turn back into a pumpkin. Um, I mean, the, the guy, the guy just made 36 million bucks off of what, two months of performance. Essentially. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you really, if you really want to look at it that way, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where he goes as far as up or down in terms of, of, you know, output this coming season. I fully expect him to obliterate us every time we face him because that's oh, just how that's just how things happen. And who knows? Maybe uh, maybe at the midpoint of the season, we'll just flip a couple of prospects down there and uh, get Solaire back. Hey, it could happen. It could. It could. All right. So uh, another uh, another World Series champion signs elsewhere. Drew Smiley signed a one year, five and a quarter million dollar deal with the Chicago Cubs. So the Cubs keep making all of these moves that are like, eh, that's not bad. Eh, that's not bad. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, they the, play the, in the worst. They play the in the Central, worst division yeah, in baseball. Ex- exactly. The Central is a garbage division. Like, if the Brewers don't run away with it, maybe the Cubs make some noise. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Time will tell. Uh, shortly thereafter, the, uh, the Tigers signed Michael Pineda to a one-year contract. And then the big news of the day comes late on the 19th. The number one free agent of 2022, Carlos Correa, signs a three-year, $105 million contract with the Minnesota Twins. Uh, another big name that the Yankees were going after that they did not wind up with. And, and all of a sudden you you really have to wonder what the identity of the Yankees is because for the better part of, of our lives, if the Yankees wanted a guy, they went out and got the guy. If your team was in a race with the Yankees to pick up a free agent, like you might as well look to plan B. And now all of a sudden, these big names are passing them by. You got to wonder what's what's going on there in New York. Well, and the wild thing too, a way to look at it is that by them trading for Donaldson, essentially, they freed up the cap space for Minnesota to make this signing. Exactly. They, the they end- literally set the pendulum in, in, in motion for Minnesota to take the guy that they seemingly wanted all along. Yeah, so so there was there was an interesting wrinkle to this Carlos Correa contract. Yeah. <laughs> There's a very interesting wrinkle to it. So Carlos Correa recently switched agents and now has Scott Boris as his agent. Because of when Carlos Correa made that switch, Scott Boris couldn't make his full commission off of whatever contract Carlos Correa signed in this offseason. So when we look deeper into the contract, we see that there are opt-outs for Carlos Correa after year one and after year two of this three-year contract. So potentially what we could see happen is Carlos Correa opt out after one year with the Twins 
go back on the free agent market with with uh, with Boris now able to get his full commission of whatever contract Correa signs. So he could cash in on free agency two off seasons in a row. Well, we we end up hearing through reports that Scott Boris called Alex Anthopoulos and they had a conversation about Carlos Correa. Now, does Carlos Correa currently fit on the Braves roster? Not really. Still have Dansby. Dansby's a free agent in the offseason after this season. Yeah, this is a... This is really interesting, and I was act. I was, of course, it came directly from Boris um, because that's the only way this would have gotten out. But I was right. slightly surprised. All, all Scott Boris news either comes directly from Boris or directly from John Heyman. Yeah. So I mean, he's got his hand shoved so far up Heyman's ass. You can count. You can count the diamonds <laughs> on his ring. Heyman's um, essentially a marionette puppet. He is. He really is. Um, which would explain how horrible his tweets are, because I'm sure it's hard to pull the strings on that. Um, hey, Bitmojis are cute. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he actually doesn't have the Bitmoji anymore. I know you don't oh, does know he that. <laughs> I know you don't know that because you're blocked by him. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm still calling him Bitmoji guy, and he's not? Well, we all know what you mean. We, we all know exactly who you're referring to. So, Fair. yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was interesting to see that report. Uh, I was certainly surprised by it. Uh, just like I was surprised by this signing. If it's not, I, I have to think that if it's not an opt-out after the very first season by Carlos, then it is a trade at the midpoint of the season. And the prospect haul that, oh God. that that is going to take. Think about, so it, in that think sense, about what the I, Twins I get could it. get in exchange for two and a half years of Carlos Correa. Ooh. Oh man. Like yeah. there there's there's no price they couldn't ask for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I, I think I guess I get it in in that sense uh, from Minnesota's standpoint. I mean it's it's clearly just Boris setting himself up for a for a bigger payday. Right, right. So uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's certainly an interesting situation, especially with the report of talks with, with Anthopolis. But think think about this. For 2023 opening day, you have an infield of Matt Olson, Ozzy Albies, Carlos Correa, and Austin Riley. <laughs> you still have Travis Darno behind the plate. You still have Ronald Acuna in the outfield. You still have Eddie Rosario in the outfield. They're all locked up. Like, all of a sudden, we could be sitting here one year from today talking about the Braves like we've been talking about the Dodgers for the last three or four years. Right. Like, just go. they're just going and getting everybody. Which uh, a very strange place to be as a Braves fan because we're not used to this. No, no, we're not. Again, this has never been the Braves' way. Well, again, like it. It's suddenly a brand of big boy baseball. Yeah, and and it's wild that it comes after a World Series trophy. Yeah. Yeah, all of like, a sudden. Like, like for years, everybody has clamored that this is the kind of stuff it takes to get to that point. 
And yeah. so I think now we're just like, we're, we're playing with, with bonus time, it feels like, because we've already gotten the one trophy, and dang, if we aren't making a push for another one. Yeah, I mean, it, it, if you want to if you want to play with the the big market teams, at some point you got to start acting like a big market team and and this last week really feels like it signaled that move for the Braves. Yeah, it certainly does. It, it is it is as exciting uh, for a week that if if on last week's episode if I had if I had made the comment this is the week that we lose Freddie Freeman. Would you have ever guessed that we would have been sitting here this positive on the very next episode? Nope. Nope. And I, I said that to some relatives I was on a call with earlier today. Like if you, if you had told me that we would lose Freddie Freeman and I, I'd, I'd actually be, you know, kind of okay with it. Um, I, I would have told you you were crazy. But yeah. but here we are, and I think the Atlanta Braves are a better team today than they were this time last week. It is, it it is truly a a wild time for this fan base. It really is. So uh, the the last big deal actually occurred uh, Sunday the twentieth uh, today as we're recording. Friends of the show, Josh Goldberg and Jared Carabas. Going to be pretty happy with this one. Infielder Trevor Story signs a six-year, $140 million contract with the Boston Red Sox. Huge, huge move. And stop me if you've heard this four times already in this episode. Another name that the Yankees were rumored to be in on that they didn't land. Yeah, it is. Uh, it it's 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 certainly interesting to think about where where the Yankees currently sit. These, these aren't these aren't the Yankees that we grew up seeing. They're not a, a, at all. Um, and you know that that is a fan base that is absolutely upset with how things are going right now. And um, and, and I mean, look out for the Red Sox, man. It, we that, only that, have that's, to think, that's, a, that's a good deal. That's we, a really good deal. Yeah, we only have to think back to last October when they were playing the the Houston Astros in the ALCS. They were very close to being able to win that series. They were arguably a Trevor Story away from being able to win that series. They they absolutely were. Uh, to the you know to the point that early on you know Goldberg and I kept joking about. Man, if we get a Braves Red Sox World Series, that's going to be nuts. So, I yeah, I I I, I like this deal for Boston. Um, you know, it's not anybody that we were necessarily linked to, so he's got to go somewhere. Uh, the AL East is going to be fun again. Uh, I think it does come down, like you mentioned earlier, uh, with Boston and Toronto, but that, that that's going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no other big news that happened this week. Braves did make a couple of, uh, a couple of depth, depth, depth moves. Death! <laughs> death moves. They made a couple no. of depth moves going into, uh, going into spring training, bringing back relief pitcher, Brad Brock. If you're, if you remember him hopping off the mound from, uh, from his last stint with the Braves, uh, and also bringing in free agent infielder Brock Holt. So, uh, so, 
some that, nice... that's a, that's an interesting one. That that feels like the bench move. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if he'll be on the opening day roster, but having a guy like that in the system somewhere seems like something that could end up being useful if, God forbid, one of our infielders goes down. Right, right. So, yeah, I you know a, a couple of small little moves that I think we'll end up seeing at some point this year come into play as things tend to do over a 162 game season. Um, I, I I think there's just no other way to feel than just be absolutely thrilled with how this off season has gone for Atlanta. It's, it's been unbelievable and, and we can only hope that the, the regular season follows suit. Um, as far as free agency goes, there aren't a ton of big names left. Pretty much things have settled down, but there is one rather large name still out there on the market, and that's right fielder Michael Conforto. The, yeah, that that's an interesting one. It's odd to me that he's he's still available because this is a this is a high production guy uh, that that really did well for the Mets, and and I think probably safely assumed that he was going to be due a monster contract this offseason. Yeah, I I would certainly agree with that, but heck, I, I would throw a one-year deal his way. Yeah, yeah, if he wants to put it off till next offseason, talk to AA. He's uh he's your he's your one-year deal broker. In AA we trust. Amen. And speaking of an AA we trust, we've dropped some new t-shirts for you guys. You can oh, go daddy! you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash chatting average podcast and check out some new shirts that we dropped. Cam really outdid himself on these. Uh got a really cool AA shirt that you can get because uh Lord knows he's uh he should be every fan's favorite brave right now. Uh he's he's put it, on a uh, hell of a show. It might be my favorite thing I've designed for it's, our merchandise store. That that's only because it took you four hours to make the design. <laughs> it did. It's that okay. So a little inside baseball here. That T-shirt took me longer to design than any other shirt that we've put out. <laughs> Good gracious! It uh, had so much layering. It's not even funny. Much longer, certainly, than our new Matt Olson shirt. Get your oh, yeah. Get your Maddie Daddy shirts hot off the presses. From teespring.com slash store slash chatting average podcast. Also, if you're so inclined and feel like supporting the show a little bit, check out patreon.com slash chatting average. You can donate to the show, get some access to uh, to exclusive content that we have on there for uh, for our patrons. Uh, really appreciate it if you would take a look at that. Uh, lastly, today's episode of the Chatting Average Podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink. Sports Drink is your digital water cooler. It's a newly created internet community, tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and probably to hate your favorite team. Uh, Rising Tide lifts all boats, as we've said many times before. So go check them out online or on social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram or Twitter and type in at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. It's spelled like sports drink, just without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We got some good funk going on in here. We don't want to let it out. Yeah, buddy. Hey, right. real, real quick before we close out, speaking, yes, of, the Patri- speaking of the Patreon, I, I, I'm halfway tempted to just record a solo show here in, in the near future. Ooh. Just, just, just 
Cam's ramblings I, about I, things. I, I mean, I'd listen. Would well, you, you listen? You, you, well, you I can have... tell you how. Hey. <laughs> that is, again, that's patreon.com slash chatting average. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty wild week here for the Atlanta Braves. Don't know if, uh, if the week that follows this show is going to be quite as wild, but regardless, we will be here with y'all next week. Well, I will be here with y'all next week. Uh, Oh yeah, that's right. I I will be, I will be out on assignment next week. Cam will be on assignment live from spring training. Woo! Actually not live. It's going to be me and Jeff next week. So tune in to hear me chat with fellow old guy, Jeff Donahue, on the on the next episode of the Chatting Average podcast. Rumor has it that there will be a, uh, a special guest interview. Uh, heard that it might even be a player. So, uh, so tune in to see what so we jealous. might have in store for you next week. But for now, for Cam, I'm Alex. We'll see you all next week on another brand new episode of the Chatting Average podcast. Bye! has been the chatting average podcast brought to you by sports drink be sure to check out our merchandise store at teespring.com slash stores slash chatting average podcast and please consider becoming a patron of our show at patreon.com slash chatting average we'll see you next week for another brand new episode <laughs>